How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We were just ruminating over the idea of... Ah, 25,000 fans, or if it's at Yankee Stadium, 50,000 plus, singing at the top of their lungs, I Want It That Way by the Backstreet Boys. Because even if you can't stand boy bands, everyone knows that song. Everyone knows Huge that fan song. of the Backstreet Boys. Me too. Thank you, Jimmy Butler. And for that reason, I will go ahead and say I'm a huge fan of your new do. <laughs> It's so like Jimmy Butler to debut a do just in time for media days. I'm emo. Leave me alone. Emo. Leave me alone. I'm in my emotions. I'm all good. Could you imagine being one of his teammates, though, and having to answer questions about Jimmy Butler's new look? I mean, that was happening. Like, bam out of bio. And if this is a phase he's going through at 34, uh... <laughs> I guess you just got to let him go through his phases. You know, we all we all go through our emo phases, apparently. <laughs> I hope I don't have mine at 50 at this point. <laughs> my, my emo phase. Oh, my goodness. Is this his midlife crisis? Uh, I'm not a guy, so I don't know. But uh, men talk about midlife crisis. I would say it's probably closer to 45 to 50, 45 to 55. No? A little bit. I mean, like, the, to be getting into your email phase, yeah, like in your mid-30s is a little strange. Mm-hmm. Like, it's more Wait, of- Jay, I have to ask you, because you're a guy and because you're way cooler than me, how would you describe getting into your emo phase? How would you describe emo, being emo? It's the music. Like, it's like that early 2000s, like 2004 to 2007 kind of era. Like, and you've got to, you know, you put the hair down, the black, you got the lip, the earrings and like the lip rings like Jimmy Butler had. You know, like the attitude, it's the, it's the whole package. All right. But again, like when you're like... But could it also be referring to emotions and being overly sensitive and emotional? Yeah. I mean, that's where it's, that's emotional. Like that's the, the music is really emo. That's like the genre it started it. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, like being in your feelings, if you will. <laughs> being all up in your feelings. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to use that from now on when it comes to athletes who are all up in their feelings. He's emo. She's emo. Actually, if you accuse a female of being like that, it probably is offensive, so I can't. I'm definitely emo all the time, but I will not be adopting the hairdo. I'm, I'm good the way I am. I That's just, like the, that you have to. If you've, no, you've do I, it. I stay emo. I've been emo before emo was cool. Before emo was a thing, I was emo. 
<laughs> so many emo kids growing up in high school. And now Jimmy Butler is emo. Leave me alone. I'm emo. Leave me alone. <laughs> and on that note, it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Amy Lawrence, the emo. <laughs> I keep wanting to say the emu, which, is the, which is the animal. Or... Elmo is the is would be more popular with kids, right? It's actually more throwback now, I think. My nieces were so into Elmo, not even funny. Everything that we did for years was about Elmo. I remember when Tickle Me Elmo came out. It was mm. the toy of the century. As big as Cabbage Patch Kids. Bigger. Well, Massive. no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not, I don't know. <laughs> Bigger than Beanie Babies? Oh, that's a good one. Probably that is not. a good one. They were, people thought they were going to retire on Beanie Babies. Right. Like, you get and, the Princess Diana Beanie Baby, you were set for life. And now, I don't know if you've ever seen this. My mom's big on eBay. Uh, not emo, but eBay. Uh, now you can see people who are actually trying to sell 50 to 100 Beanie Babies all at once. They just put them all in a big eBay category yeah. right at ebay lot thank you and they try to sell them and it's not yeah i mean there are some that are classic that i think people would buy but the the amount of money that people spent on cabbage patch kids who actually came around again for a second iteration and beanie babies and some of the other crazy toy phases now you're stuck they with appreciated horribly they did I still have a few Beanie Babies, but they were ones that were given to me by my little brother. I took one from my grandmother, so that kind of thing. Um, but I never was really big into I have to collect them all, but I had friends who oh collected dozens of them. I think the McDonald's ones are bigger now. You know, you remember those? They mm -hmm. came like the Happy Meal. They were smaller, and they were right. like, I think those ones actually go for more money now since they were like limited run than the real ones. Mm. Yeah. How did we get on this tangent? I don't know. Elmo. Elmo. We were talking about Tickle Me Elmo. Emo. Elmo. Emo. Toy phases, toy crazes, toy I'm fads. emo. Leave me alone. I'm emo. Leave me alone. We will not leave you alone. That's just not what we do in this business. It's our hump show, middle show with a work week. Thank you for your questions for Ask Amy Anything. I do go back and answer those on both Twitter and Facebook throughout the day. For instance, our friend Matthew weighed in late and wanted to know candy corn, yes or no? That's typically a poll question we put up during Halloween. It's not yet Halloween, though my neighborhood is starting to reflect that people believe Halloween is on the horizon. Candy corn, yes or no, Producer Jay? Ask Jay anything. Uh, for me, yes. Not, see, I'm not going to go, like, buy it or, like, seek it out. Like, oh, yeah, it's October. I can have candy corn. But if I'm, like, you know, around and I see a bowl of it, I'll, I'll have a few pieces. I'll partake. Hmm. Nah. If I'm going to have sugar, it's going to be something that doesn't taste like that. Yeah, I mean, I eat all forms of candy. You kind of know that. That's true. I like the pumpkins. Those are good. Don't try to tempt me with anything pumpkin. By the way, we still have not used our gift card no. for candy. Candy warehouse, right? That, you're going to make me go on it right now. What? It, no, I'm not making you do anything. <laughs> I have to, though. We <laughs> the second I mentioned candy, Jay starts Googling it. We have a gift card that was given to us. For Candy Warehouse, and we have not yet used it. It was supposed to be our football stash, and we've been so busy with football, we haven't used it. It's time. You know what? We could actually use the gift card and come up with Christmas presents for people. <laughs> but I know you can't give away candy. Mm, it's hard. How did we let that slip through the cracks? I blame you because you're the candy. Oh, well, I was going to use a term that we probably shouldn't use on the show. It's not. Mm -hmm. You're the candy hog. 
<laughs> we can get a two and a half pound bag of candy corn here. That's disgusting. Bucks. We're not getting two and a half pounds of candy corn. Oh, wait, they have a five pound bag too. No, we're not getting that either. You pay for that with your own money, with your raise. Pay for that with your raise. It's probably all your raise would buy. Oh, that was mean. I'm so sorry. It would be mean if it wasn't accurate. I was was being snarky about the company, not about you. All right, let's get back on point. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. We're going to act professional or something. Uh, If you would like to vote for TD of the Week, that poll is up. And as I say, both Twitter and Facebook, I'll go back and answer some of your questions for Ask Amy Anything. It's my service to you and yet you still don't run out of questions it's been the longest running franchise on after hours 10 years now it goes back to when i was hosting overnights on the weekends and still you all continue to send questions which is pretty cool we appreciate that does anyone have a question about whether or not the minnesota twins are for real all right maybe you do that would be fair but don't ever believe that because you are a a member of a franchise that has a dubious history or a long-running futility streak like the Minnesota Twins that you are doomed to repeat it. Nah, nah, nah. History is just that. It's history. It doesn't always mean that you have to follow in its footsteps. In fact, I don't... I hate it when people bring trends to me, and I get it. Trends are real. For instance, the Jacksonville Jaguars can't beat the Houston Texans. All right, there are some trends. The New York Jets can't beat Bill Belichick's Patriots. Okay, there's something to be said for those trends. But when you're talking about completely different managers, coaches, players, sure, it's history. But eventually that history is going to end, and it was vanquished. It's over. 18 consecutive playoff losses over 19 years. That is, in fact, history. Dan, the payoff pitch, a swing and a drive. Left field and deep. Back it goes. Gone. Left field. Bleachers home run. Royce Lewis. Why not? October time for the kid. And the twin strike first. It's 2 nothing at target field. The 3-1 pitch, a swing and a fly ball, right center field deep, Springer back, he will turn, back it goes, gone! Unbelievable! Roy Slowis, welcome to October Baseball, two at bats, two home runs, this kid is amazing! It is 3-0 Twins! Take it all in, you never know when you're going to be in this situation. Um, and we've had a heck of a season, and I just wanted to take it all in. Man, these fans showed up for us, and, um, you know, honestly, I got that advice from Joe Maurer uh, through a text today. Wow. Just telling me to take it in, and just he said that's one thing that he, he would do is take it in and don't, don't regret, you know, the moment that you're in. And so that's what I did, man. All those fans, they, they really they stepped up for us, man. It was special. Ninth inning, two outs, the stretch from Duran. And the pitch, ground ball, right side, diving stop, Solano, to his feet, beats Duran, slips on the bag, and the Twins win the game! The Minnesota Twins beat the Blue Jays 3-1! Twins win! Twins win! The Minnesota Twins win a playoff game! 3-1 the final, and the longest consecutive postseason losing streak Want to hear something really cool? Royce Lewis, who's a former number one overall pick, who's battled so many injuries, torn ACLs, hammies, 
I think there's an oblique in there somewhere. He's had so many injuries. Now, he's got a flair for the dramatic. This guy can crank out grand slams like nobody's business. He was five the last time the Twins won a playoff game. Isn't that so amazing? It reminds me of the Buffalo Bills when they finally ended their playoff drought a few years ago. And you remember all of the NFL was celebrating. It was, they kind of backdoored into it. Remember they had, I think they had lost or maybe won a game in Miami, whatever. They were on the road in Miami. Bills fans will correct me if I get this wrong. They were on the road in Miami. So in the visitor's locker room, they're watching a game between the Ravens and the Bengals, right? And Andy Dalton threw a touchdown. This is pre-Joe Burrow, obviously. Andy Dalton throws a touchdown pass with, I don't know, 13, 14 seconds to go in the game. And with the Bengals beating the Ravens, the Bills backed into a playoff spot. And the celebration in that visiting locker room in Miami was one that was caught on tape. It was one that had such incredible audio. Everyone in the NFL was so excited for the Bills last year. The Mariners end their playoff drought. It's it's kind of one of those phenomena that people really can can get lost in. Even if it's not your team, you root for these franchises that have had so many years of nothing but heartache and headache and pain and suffering. It's not just the fans. It's the players, too. They have to hear about it all the time. So this is really neat. The Minnesota Twins, probably so thankful that the New York Yankees are not in the playoffs because they're they're certainly the nemesis for the Twins for so many years. 19, 19 seasons, 18 consecutive playoff losses vanquished on Tuesday night. And it's Rocco Baldelli, right, who's a former big leaguer himself, who has the opportunity to sit there and answer questions about, finally, the streak is over. Fans here support this organization through and through. Generations do. Um, they love the team. And they want, they want to enjoy things like what they just saw at the ballpark today. Uh, the, the ballpark, I think, was a great representation today of how the, the community here feels about, um, feels about us and, and what we do. Um, I thought the place was going to split, split open and melt. <laughs> the fans have been believing in us for so long. It was just a matter of like believing in ourselves and coming to the game, playing loose, understanding that we didn't need to change who we were or like our approach and just go out there and have fun. Man. And it was electric and we embraced that and we were just having fun out there. Man, supercharged atmosphere, energy out the wazoo. Or as Rocco Baldelli says, I thought the place was going to split open and melt. Is that some type of a reference to a nuclear meltdown or a nuclear reactor accident? Split open and melt. Split open and just melt. That makes sense to me. And then Pablo Lopez, who takes his start into the sixth inning, allows just a single run to the Blue Jays on five hits. Yeah, Target Field, you showed up and showed out. That was really neat. Love seeing it, all the towels and and the noise, as you can hear behind those calls, with Corey Provis on Twins Radio. So now can you win two in a row? Because one in a row, well, all right, that's nice. But can you actually advance in a playoff series? Royce Lewis was five. The last time they won a playoff game. That's, wow.
Love it. This is one of the reasons why working in sports radio is new and different and fun and really doesn't get stale because there's always some piece of history. There's always something new. The storylines change year to year, season to season, of course, but this is the kind of stuff that I love. We can get on that bandwagon and become fans of the Twins. There weren't, hmm, there weren't even fans of the the Rays that showed up for their home playoff game. Uh, you want to talk about embarrassing. It's reached new lows for the Tampa Bay Rays fan base. And so the Rangers took advantage. And honestly, it might have shook the Rays too, the way that they played specifically on defense. So we'll get to a little more of the baseball. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they use the long ball, which is not necessarily their emo. <laughs> I couldn't resist. <laughs> it's not their emo, but emo sounded better. I'm emo. Leave me alone. <laughs> is it bad when I'm the only one laughing at my stupid moments? It is, isn't it? Go ahead and say it, Jay. Leave me alone. No. <laughs> if I'm the only one laughing at the dumb stuff I do, I probably should have just skipped it. No. You gotta be able to laugh at yourself, right? Well, right, but on national radio, is, is yeah, that necessary? Perfect, perfect uh, platform to try out the new bit, right? <laughs> it wasn't a new bit. It was just, <laughs> it was just a line. I couldn't help it. That's their emo. It's their mo, but it's their emo. I'm emo. Do you get it? Oh, I get it. Oh, okay. I thought it was clever. I laughed. Thank I troubled. Thank you for smiling. <laughs> All right, so we'll get to more of the baseball. It's not their MO for Arizona. And the, the Phillies, honestly, they're the big bad now. They've been there, done that, and they're the team that can flex its muscles in this wild card round. Damn right. Hi, Emo. That's what I'm calling him for the rest of the year. Everyone's going to know who I'm talking about. Have you all heard what Jerry Jones has to say about the Super Bowl going through Dallas? Uh-huh. I didn't say it. He did on our Dallas affiliate and Mike Tomlin. Now you ask him a question. You better be prepared. He's never going to give you a short answer. That's fun stuff. Good to have you with us on a hump day. Our hump show. We're emo. It's after hours with Amy. Why? Why? If you have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes has a certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Firing for the end zone. Caught! Touchdown! Touchdown! Takes it himself to the pylon. Touchdown! One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Touchdown! Hey, the guy missed. He's inside the five. He's to the three to one. Top the center zoning into the end zone. Touchdown! To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855 212 4227. The Buffalo Bills. Play action pass. As time, throws to the left sideline, complete to Diggs, but there's a flag trying to spin away from the tacklers, and he does! 35-30, headed to the end zone! Touchdown, Stefan Diggs! There is a flag. We'll see if it's coming back. Otherwise, can you dig it? The Tennessee Titans. Tannehill under center. Simmons is offset. Rolling, throwing Tannehill. Touchdown, Titans! Henry, I should say, is the man who rolls and throws. All that movement just freaked me out. (laughs) And Cincinnati was more lost than me as Wiley catches the touchdown pass. The Seattle Seahawks. Seattle looks like they want to rush four. And they do. Jones is going to throw. Throws near side. Ball picked off. Witherspoon comes near side. Down the sidelines. Jones chasing him. He comes back inside. Picks up blockers. Still being chased. Witherspoon far side. 20, 15, 10, 5. He is in. Holy catfish. Los Angeles Rams. Stafford ready. Calls for the snap. Here comes the rush. He throws right side alone. It's Puka at the five to the end zone. A walk-off winner. Puka Nakua in overtime. 22 yards to get the Rams to two and two. Maurice Jones-Drew sing it with me as Nakua flings it into the stands. Nakua Matata. (laughs) It means no worries for the rest of today. It's a problem-free Rams victory, 29-23 in OT. What are the chances that he did all of that on the fly? What do you think? I, the Maybe. The call originally, he has like a pretty long pause after like the touchdown until he goes into that. So maybe he thought of that on the fly. I'd probably would have left it out though. <laughs> Remind me his name. J.B. Long. That's right. J.B. Long on Rams Radio. He deserves credit, especially if he did that on the fly. 
Nakua with the walk-off touchdown. Rams with a really cool moment courtesy of their veteran QB and their rookie wide receiver who is making history every week. Before that, Steve Rabel on Seahawks Radio. You want to talk about rookies. Witherspoon, 97 yards. Pick six off Daniel Jones and the Giants. He also had two sacks, I believe. So quite a banner night for him. On Monday Night Football, Mike Keith on Titans Radio befuddled by Derrick Henry's jump pass option, the TD to the rookie, tight end Josh Wiley. All that movement just freaked me out. (laughs) That's what Jay says sometimes about me when I'm waving my arms and talking (laughs) with my hands. And then Chris Brown on Bills Radio. Stephon Diggs with a trifecta, but the 55-yarder featured two spin moves to shed tacklers on his way to the end zone. So you can vote for the TD of the week on our show Twitter, After Hours CBS. Also on our Facebook page, a lot of you weighing in there. And yes, there were many other candidates. Uh, I know the Broncos are not anyone's favorite team right now. Includes me. Uh, But the way that they were able to tie the Bears after trailing by 21, Jonathan Cooper with a a fumble return, scoop and score for a touchdown. How about the Dallas Cowboys, Deron Bland uh, with the pick six? Gosh, Lamar and uh, Lamar, Lamar Andrews, Lamar Jackson had a couple of touchdowns to Mark Andrews. Uh, One of them was spectacular, although Mark is pretty good no matter what. How about the Texans getting Devin Singletary uh, throwing? uh, He takes the handoff from CJ CJ Stroud and throws a touchdown pass to Dalton Schultz. I mean, we could go on and on about the various ways that we were dazzled by the scoring and the touchdowns this weekend. I just love the fact that so many defenders were in on the action. Oh gosh, there was a 99-yard pick six two for the Panthers on what was what was the first series of the game against the Vikings. It just turns out that Carolina didn't win. So. Banner moments all around. If you did not hear my conversation with Amy Trask, a longtime Raiders CEO, longtime CBS sports analyst, and brand new podcast host, she's the best. We really enjoy her. And I saved one question. I I crafted it especially for her and saved it for the end of the interview. I asked her because I know she's a connoisseur of ice cream. If the NFL were an ice cream flavor... What flavor would it be? Now, I'm not going to tell you what her answer is. We actually came up with two ways to answer the question. Again, you're going to have to go check it out on the podcast. But one listener, after hearing the convo with Amy, responded with, the NFL is Rocky Road. I love that. That's not what we came up with, but I do love that. uh, Because it's up and down, up and down. It's never easy, of course. And uh, it's just... Half the time, it's a roller coaster. Rocky Road is the perfect way to describe it. So check out our show Twitter. You want to vote also on our Facebook page. And again, uh, ask Amy anything, questions, answered throughout the day on Wednesday. You can check out our YouTube channel for the video version of Ask Amy Walks Down the Aisle Parts 1 and 2. I don't know... Yeah, I don't know why so many of you care about my wedding because I care more about Mike Tomlin. And what he has to say about coaching changes. (laughs) Well, okay, not necessarily care more, but about the questions with the Steelers and the Natives getting restless. Yeah, Tomlin himself said that things need to change. And finally, we got some type of an explanation about what that means after 
an embarrassing performance against Houston. There were several things that were very disappointing about the game. I think chief among them uh, was the fact that Houston, we thought, were more physical than us and played harder than us. Um, and that's something that's, that's got to change immediately. I, I felt that in stadium. I expressed that after the game. Um, and, and so we got to look at what we're doing um, in an effort to make sure that that doesn't reoccur. He was pressed on possible changes to the coaching staff, possible changes to the roster, the active roster. And maybe he's feeling the hot seat himself. That almost sounds sacrilegious to say. He's a Super Bowl winning coach. He's never led the team to a losing record. And I know people don't care about the streak. Obviously, a good portion of that time he had, oh, I'm looking up, there's a jump pass from Derrick Henry. Mike Keith, still confused. Uh, there's a Ben Roethlisberger that has a lot to do with that. But there was so much hope around Kenny Pickett coming out of last season and then starting this year, the preseason, because of how well the offense was operating. But we've not seen that. And to hear Mike Tomlin call it lackluster or to refer to effort and emotion and heart and question desire, yeah, that's stark. Not something that you hear from a Mike Tomlin generally, but he is laying it all out there. By the way, speaking of Pickett, just the update on him, he has a bone bruise, and right now he's day-to-day. He's going to practice on Wednesday, probably not full tilt, uh, but they're not... They're not sure if he'll be available for Sunday against the Ravens. Well, that's scary. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. What changes? That's the question. What specific changes, Coach? The physicality component or the lack thereof, and and it didn't take long for me to realize um, practice attire early in the in the year, but also, um, you know, some matchup-related things, man. We're open to dividing the labor up more finely in an in, in effort to get better play, um, to put people in circumstances that are advantageous to their skill set without being too specific and getting into game plan-related things. Um, we're open to doing whatever is required to, to highlight the skill sets of people based on what we have seen uh, to this point in the journey. Honestly, I have no idea what he just said right there. <laughs> I've heard that cut so many times because I'm trying to figure out what specifically he said, what changes, and yeah, I don't, I didn't hear him actually outline any. <laughs> Did you, Jay? <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. All I heard was just you know the components and the whatever physicality. Yeah. I mean, it's obviously not good enough, and he did express the same thing to the team. So all of that is in there somewhere. But he isn't planning on making any coaching changes right now. All right, so he was asked specifically about offensive coordinator Matt Canada, not going to change anything there, and kept referring to fluid decisions, meaning it's subject to change at any time. We want them to be fat and sassy and spoiled. (laughs) All right. Nothing changing at this moment. ATM. Isn't that how you'd put it in a text? Nothing changing. ATM. (laughs) BRB. (laughs) 
Can you imagine Mike Tomlin texting like that? No. Hmm. Like do Mike you, Tomlin hit you do with you think Tomlin texts? Wait, voice to text or actual text? Like actual <gasps> text. Do you think he has one of those flip phones where you have to hit the letter three times if you're trying to get a C? You have to hit the button three times? I could see him with one of those. Still. I actually know someone who has a phone like that. I'm really? not kidding. Yeah, a family member who has a phone like that still. And like texts and uses it regularly? Well, I wouldn't say he texts a lot. It's I like would a chore say, to text right, on that it thing. is. It's, and you don't have voice to text on those things. No. Really have anything. So back to Mike Tomlin. Voice to text or nah? No, I don't think he's a voice to texter. No? No. I kind of feel like he enjoys using his vocabulary and his voice. It's true. I would I could, think he'd be far too impatient to actually send a text by typing it out. I would think he'd be maybe, the voice to text maybe he's guy. he's a phone call kind of guy. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> he can call us anytime. We would. The, people ask me my number one most coveted guest in sports. Now, there are a couple of former athletes that I would love to interview. Kurt Warner was one of them, and now he's our BFF, or one of them. Uh, I would love to have John Elway on the show, Larry Bird on the show, Though those athletes would be amazing, but current, could you imagine anything better than Mike Tomlin? It gives you that tingle after all the 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 cuts and the quips and the audio and the laughter. We oh shoot, would we be able to not laugh? I was just gonna say, I feel like he would start speaking and answering the question, and I was just. Wouldn't even be no, listening to his can't. answer. I would just yeah, be laughing we can't. and just laughing no. with him, though. But like, I don't think he's laughing. He's probably not. When laughing. he's talking yeah. about, yeah, Very serious. When he's talking about what's happening now, and and the fact that the Texans had more heart, I don't think he's laughing. They do have a ton of injuries. We'll give them that. But a lot of players have injuries. They do, and a lot of teams are dealing with it. Gosh, in their own division, the Ravens are missing. It's like a thing, a revolving door of four to five starters for every single game. I hope Kenny Pickett is back out there. They need that leadership. He needs to keep developing adversity. Well, it reveals what you're made of or what you're not made of. Man, we got a lot of warts. But seriously, I have no idea what he just said in that second cut. (laughs) Something's going to (laughs) change. Not at this juncture. He was asked about Matt Canada. Not at this juncture. That's a word I use. Be jealous. It's a good word. Mike Tomlin and I have that in common. Fancy vocabulary. (laughs) It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. You can vote for TD of the Week on our show Twitter or on our Facebook page. And, oh, by the way, Jay, I've now found out, I've been informed by the Twitter sphere that Split Open and Melt is a fish song. So, I'm sorry, fish is not Mm. my kind of music. I have a friend who's been to, I don't even know, two dozen fish concerts. Yeah, that and sounds it, about right. It's a it's a cult thing, kind of like a Dave Matthews band. If you band. like fish, you've been to at least 10 fish shows, probably. Right. So I had no idea that it was a fish song. I actually didn't is. know that either. Split open and melt. Do you think he was referencing that? Do you think Rocco Baldelli is a fish fan? I would, yeah, I would, I would think that about Rocco. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to go with yes. That wasn't a random reference. We have been sufficiently corrected. Pretty subtle, though. He snuck that in there. He Sounded did. Like it was I thought it was going to split open and melt. <laughs> Wait, that means we can't use the drop anymore. Split open and melt. Split, o- split open and melt. I don't want to use a fish drop on the show. <laughs> I'm not a big fish fan either, so. <laughs> that doesn't see- I'm a goldfish fan. Like goldfish are good. The kind that you eat. Pretzel. Wait, don't you have goldfish in your pond in your ha- at your house? Koi's. Oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
We don't eat those. We don't eat those. Those are expensive. Moose would love to, but we should. He's tried. He's tried. It's after- Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast i'm tony kornheiser this is my show my friends come on and you know them we talk about the sports you care about basketball now golf and the metronome of your life baseball whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. After Hours CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. Swing, beats it, no! Line drive caught by Longoria. That's a double play. He'll throw to second. I don't believe it. Oh, the veteran with a gold glove effort in a dire situation. Kind of just jumped and threw my glove up. And, um, you know, sometimes those those plays, I think... um, it's just a reaction. Sometimes I don't even jump for those, you know, and, and for whatever reason, you know, in, in that moment, you know, obviously we're, we're trying to kind of just leave it all out on the field and um, threw my glove up there and, and I felt it hit my glove. I couldn't actually, couldn't believe I caught it. Um, and then, uh, you know, just, just looking around the infield, seeing if anybody had gotten too far off and um, really got, really was just, he was trying to score on that and thinking it was a base hit. So big moment for sure. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. It was a win-preserving catch. And Evan Longoria at 37 years old, a lunging, leaping, just give it everything you got as an old dude and get up there. And he said he wasn't even sure that it was in his glove. He had to check it out. So a pretty impressive moment for the veteran, though maybe not the turning point. According to Tori Lavello, it was the home run by their young leadoff guy. And the pitch. High fly ball, deep right field. And that one sails on out of here. Long home run, Corbin Carroll. It's a one-run ball game. It's 3-2. to two. And that was no cheapie. There's a drive to right. 
Bank of the warning track at the wall. That one's gone. We're tied up on a home run by Marte. 3-3. The Diamondbacks have found their bats. And they got another home run off of Corbin Burns. All three of them off Burns. And so for that reason, they were able to chase him. Uh, After the fourth inning, he was done. And they tacked on a couple more runs late. Obviously, the defense that we talked about with Evan Longoria. This is uh, exactly what they needed. For the Diamondbacks, I think a lot of it is because they have been in this mode where they had to hit, they had to win, that sense of urgency to just secure a spot in the postseason in a wild card series. And I've said this before, to me, that's an advantage. Yes, you can look at these wild cards and say, oh, they're not as good, they don't have as many wins. And in pro sports, I agree, you are what your record says you are. Except that when there's this sense of urgency and this navigating pressure just to get to October, if we're talking baseball, well, it matters because you're playing on that, you know, that kind of high adrenaline, that edge, and you're getting more comfortable in pressure. So for me, that gives the Diamondbacks an edge now, not to mention uh, they've been hitting the lights out as well. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio, Diamondbacks Radio. I believe that's Greg Schulte. No. Oh, uh, we're going to, I think it is, but I could be wrong. So don't quote me uh, on D-backs radio. So in the national league, you've got Arizona up one, nothing as the road team, but for the Phillies, (laughs) they are a team that no longer really fits the bill of a wild card. I guess by definition, yeah, sure. You could argue with me. Uh, They do have to play their way through this series, but based on their experience from last year, to me, they've got an overwhelming advantage Uh, especially when they continue to win game ones the way that they do. And they're the team flexing their muscles now against a fellow member of the National League East. And Zach Wheeler, he continues to point to how amazing the crowd is there at Citizens Bank Park. It's got to be the atmosphere and the adrenaline going. Um, You know, as soon as I step, step foot out of the dugout to go stretch out there in the bullpen, crowd went nuts and I got chills. So, you know, it started right there, and um, I, I think it just kind of carries into me, you know, throwing the baseball. It uh, definitely helps. That's what this team's all about, man. We're a family in here, and, you know, it's 40,000 people out there, plus 26. I started last year as well. I mean, it's just we all, you know, vibe the same way, and we have such a great team, such good personalities in here that, that match so well with this fan base in the city as well, and um, just a lot of fun. And like I said, we just got to keep this going. Um, leave no doubt. Understand that uh, you know it's a really good team over there, and it's it's nice to be able to win that first one. Um, but we got to take care of business and uh, and get it done. If you all vibe the same way, does that mean you're emo? <laughs> I was just gonna say emo, Bryce. <laughs> Bryce Harper was the last guy in the Phillies lineup to get a hit, actually. But every single one of them did. A big deal uh, to get the kind of support they're getting. So, yeah, we're we're seeing it with the Twins fans at Target Field. But the Phillies fans, well, they know. They understand their role because they saw it last year work to get their Phillies all the way to the World Series. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. It was the complete opposite. 
of Target Field and Citizens Bank Park. The complete opposite at Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg, where the Rays fans did not show up. Not even 20,000 of them. And that's the announced crowd was 19,700. Lowest for a postseason game going back to the 1919 World Series, which was also in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, Other than 2020, when the fans weren't allowed or they were limited, this is the lowest that we've seen in a in a century, a century plus. And that's embarrassing for a team that's hosting a wild card series, a team that was right there in the running for the AL East title. And I don't know if it's the reason, but the Rays made four errors and they had no answers for Jordan Montgomery, who pitches seven scoreless innings and retires 14 of his last 16. Getting the nod to be the game one starter made me want to definitely throw a good game for the team. I know when I threw for the Yankees, I was on like 15 days not throwing out there. Um, So it it was nice staying on my five-day routine. It's really special tonight. Um, Monty's been really good for us all year, and to, to make a start like that on the road against the lineup like that, you know, it's pretty special. Okay, I just, I wanted to play that Corey Seager cut for this reason. He called Jordan Montgomery a megastar. Did, did I misunderstand him? I'm pretty sure he said megastar. To, to make a star like that. A megastar like that. To make a start like that, maybe? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> One more. It's really special tonight. Um, Monty's been really good for us all year. And to, to make a star like that. Okay, fine. You burst my bubble. I thought he called him a megastar. We'll megastar. <laughs> I mean, he was a megastar like that, megastar actually. Jordan Montgomery. Yeah, and I mean, for Kevin Cash, he just called it an ugly performance. Well, yeah, four errors. Four errors, only. but did they really happen if only 19,000 people showed up to see it? Did the game really happen if only 19,000 were there to see it? If a tree falls in the woods and only 19,000 Rays fans are there to see it? When baseball hits the catwalk in St. Petersburg and no one's around to see it. Oh, my gosh. All right. We've had our fun at the Rays' expense, but my goodness, are you kidding me? You're hosting a playoff game. I don't really understand not showing up for regular season games, but this is embarrassing. Although the Rays didn't average the fewest number of fans in Major League Baseball this year. Do you know the Marlins averaged fewer than they did? The A's and the Royals. Come on down. You're the next contestants on That is Embarrassing. Have a great Wednesday. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.